0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team.
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 210 of the Talking Chop Podcast. I am your host, Brad Roland. It is Sunday evening. We are in very different territory than the last time we talked on a podcast, and joining me to talk about everything that's going on right now is Eric Cole. Hello, Eric.
2: Brad, I I don't know what to do. (laughs) Uh,
1: Same, my friend. Uh, Obviously, it's
2: a weird turn.
1: It's, you know, people know what's going on, I assume, when they're listening to this, but... Uh, the COVID-19 slash coronavirus pandemic has uh, changed everything for everyone, at least it should have at this point in time. Um, unfortunately, obviously, there's nothing great about this, but it's just what happens. Um, I guess the first thing I'll ask you, Eric, I mean, I think you kind of just already told me, but not knowing what to do, I, I definitely agree with you on that. But I mean, what's your what's your day-to-day? I, I like to go behind the curtain a little bit here. Um, we don't, we don't often do that, I don't think, on this podcast. But what what is your day-to-day life at the moment? Because I know mine's very different.
2: Well, I mean, for us, I'm very fortunate. My wife is a teacher. So it's a situation where because they're going to be doing a lot of digital learning from home, at least in my area, um, she can – like if I have to be at work, then she can also be at home kind of making sure – our schedules seem to be working out well in terms of, of childcare for us. So I have a daughter and I have a stepson. And kind of, you know, when the days where I don't have to work at my day job, you know, she can be off doing whatever she needs to do and then vice versa. So but right now, I mean, we're we had to cancel a trip. We we're making it. We we're going to make a trip to uh, Wilmington uh, this coming weekend. We've had to cancel that uh, one because of the event that we were going to was canceled. But even if we weren't wanted to do that, it's kind of like a little family trip outside of that. You know, we've had to cancel that stuff. And. You know, now I'm thinking about, you know, how to deal with, you know, dealing with my early credentials and, you know, what my travel schedule is going to look like. You know, I'm fortunate in that some of the stuff that's going to be really hard for a lot of people for me kind of works out. But in terms of like some of the large scale stuff, I mean, right now I'm staying at home as much as I can. Uh, Same thing with the rest of my family. But right now it's it's no one really knows what's going to happen and what's going for what what the you know, the state of things is going to be. Going forward, you know, you people can say that they can't keep things closed forever, but it's sounding more and more like, you know, this isn't just going to be a week or a two-week thing. This is going to be them doing their absolute best to try to, you know, suppress the spread of this thing until, you know, the medical community can kind of catch up and, you know, get ahead of it. And that's easier said than done when there's a pandemic. So right <laughs> now it's just kind of, right now it's just kind of, you know, making the best of a really, really shitty situation for me personally. Um, and, you know, at least trying to get back to talking about some of the things that we enjoy talking about because sports is one of the things that allows us to kind of escape the world that we live in, you know, and kind of allow us to kind of enjoy that. And, you know, without that escape, I I tend to think that that can lead to some kind of unhealthy ways of thinking. So I, I at least want to try to continue to try to provide some of that content while I'm around here.
1: Yeah, I think people have already seen that we're we're going to still be doing some regular baseball stuff on the site. It's already been happening the last couple of days, and I, uh, I you know, I, I run Peachtree Hoops, which is the talking cho- equivalent uh, for the Hawks, and we're going to start writing about basketball here in a couple of uh, days or maybe hours. We'll see how that goes. But obviously, you know, this is the dominant storyline, and with good reason for everybody right now, and you know it's not important like what we have had to deal with you know individuals everybody has their own stuff they've had to do here and the big the big picture is we want everybody to be healthy and you know honestly just stay home and don't spread this thing please um that's that'll be my only preaching thing that i'll say today uh do not go please don't go out and do crazy things and celebrate and do all that kind of stuff don't don't do that let's uh let's chill out and stay home and Stop the spread, please. But yeah, it's 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 brutal. I mean, we've we've both had stuff to you know cancel and all that stuff. I was supposed to be. I know I said on the last podcast I was supposed to be out of town this weekend and next weekend for basketball things that no longer are happening. And I didn't travel. I didn't have to travel, which is good that I didn't have to travel in the middle of all this. But yeah, it's just kind of brutal. And as we were recording, as we were, as we were about to record, I should say there's a new. uh recommendation from the cdc that's gotten a lot of attention including um i know in my world as we started recording here that the cdc recommended uh i guess about an hour ago now as people listen to this potentially um that there should be no gatherings of 50 plus people for eight weeks um there is a provision in there for schools and other things but um that definitely would apply to sports you would imagine and people without without anybody getting to the obvious point that people have gotten to um you know in my personal experience covering <laughs> basketball and baseball um, you can't even field a game with no fans with less than 50, 50 people in the stands. Uh, that doesn't really, that's not really a thing that's going to happen. So if, and right now it's a recommendation, that's important to point out, it's not a mandate at this point in time, but it might it might become one in the future. And I think there's no reason to really assume that it's not going to be uh, what's going to happen, honestly. Um, so if you factor that in, eight weeks from now is obviously a long time. You're talking about that's Mother's Day, that's May 10th um, before any sport basically in the country could be playing even with no fans. Um, so that's something to keep in mind there. Um, the country's uh, preeminent basketball reporter, I know this is a baseball podcast, but I think this is definitely applies. Just just tweet this. I'm not sure what the baseball community has said just now is this stuff's happening in real time. But Adrian Wojnarowski reported that even in the NBA, they're thinking that it's going to be a best case scenario of mid to late June to return to play. And that's with no fans still. So that's talking about, that's three months from now. Um, So that's 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 basketball. Maybe baseball baseball is a little bit different. But regardless, if you were to follow this eight week provision, you're talking about nothing happening, including probably spring training stuff until mid May. That basically takes the full full season off the table. I mean, that's something that I've kind of been thinking the last few days anyway, is that, you know, somebody tweeted this, uh, I think, two days ago now, like about whether the baseball season will be. 162 or not, and my uh, immediate reaction was to say, uh, I'll take the under on that for anything that anybody wants to give me. That's even stronger now. I can't imagine a scenario at this point in time in which the baseball season was the full 162. Um, Am I wrong about this? I think I'm not wrong, but I'll just make sure that I'm not crazy. Do you agree with me?
2: I think there's zero chance there's 162 season yeah, game season. Just, just I mean, JJ Cooper's JJ Cooper seems to share that, uh, a feeling. And when the editor in chief of baseball, America is making that claim. That seems like a pretty safe place to be. Uh, but more importantly, you know, if you're talking about, even if baseball doesn't go by this recommendation from CD from the CDC, we're still looking for at least a two week delay, which obviously is going to be longer. I think we can all agree that that that's just not going to happen. Yes. Right. But that, I don't see a way where they they can make up those games to get a full 162-game season while also doing – being anything remotely close to responsible, like both in regards to the spread of coronavirus plus the fact that you have to factor in that they're going to have to like restart spring training and then you're getting guys restretched out again. And I just – I don't see how – I don't see how the month of April happens. I just – even the most optimistic part of me where they go, maybe there's like a miraculous vaccine that comes out that the enough of the population can take where you can start having gatherings of people over and over again. I still don't see how you can get the month of April done at all. And if that's the case, then 162-game season is off the table and we're going to look at something that's going to be a shortened season. I, you know, Again, it's impossible to really know what that's going to look like in terms of how many games. We don't know how long this is going to last because this is the recommendation right now. You know, depending on how much they can kind of, you know, sp- stop the spread of this, it's it's easy to forget too that – I mean right now there's a hundred there, – I think there's a little under a hundred cases in the state of Georgia. And for a lot of folks who are Braves fans who live in the state of Georgia, they're thinking that, you know, if the, the, we take these steps over the next couple of weeks, you know, with schools closing, et cetera, et cetera, that you – they can stop the spread of this thing and that we can get back to normal in a couple of weeks. But in the world of sports, that doesn't matter because you have to have two different teams playing each other. And there's places in whether it be Boston, Seattle, California, all these other places that even if Georgia gets everything under wraps and everything taken care of. There's the other half of the fan base that they have to worry about to make sure that's what happened. And that would that's what the the league is thinking about is how can we – put together a season at all or how can we get up running again when half of our teams are currently experiencing real like real severe outbreak risks and combined with the risks of just putting any large group of people in a small place together I mean when you when you have 40,000 people you don't need that many sick people in a stadium to cause a real problem
1: yeah, so I mean it's it's, it's just it's the, a mess it's the whole you know we're not experts and I'll be the first person to say that but if, if you read the people that are experts and doctors and pay attention to the experts on this thing. It's not, this this latest thing is not terribly surprising to me. It's just, there is some jarring nature of the eight week timetable because a lot of yeah. this has been discussed as like, you know, best case scenario, maybe they can restart in a couple weeks. And it's like, no, that's that's not going to happen at this point in time based on what we're seeing. And I mean, just, I think it was what, yesterday, maybe two days ago, that baseball reportedly ended organized workouts, basically leaving, leaving facilities open for people to have individual work and sending people home. That needed to happen, and that also kind of signaled that it might be a little bit of time. Um, you know, we could see, you know, as that report from Major Wojnarowski alluded to, we, we could still see a little bit faster timeline with no fans. But that faster timeline now is apparently going to be, you know, mid mid May or later, and that is a it's a long time from now. Again, we're, we're all we're all kind of guessing. Uh, we can only go off what people have said that are yep. smarter than we are. But um, yeah, it's not going to be normal for a little while now, which is unfortunate because I mean, I've said this before, I'll, I'll say it again here. I don't think there's really anybody that I know in my life that is uh, more ingrained in sports than I am. <laughs> it's kind of what I do all day every day. Um, obviously, I have a day job as well that I refer to sometimes on this podcast. But um, with the amount of stuff that we're invested, I know you feel the same way. Like we're we're even more invested in sports than normal people are. And uh, it's brutal. I mean to flip it back to us and kind of be a little bit lightheaded, lighthearted about it for a second, you know, I just don't know what to do with myself. I, I think the first time I've ever gone, you know, at least not ever, maybe maybe in several years now I've ever gone for like a full day without writing a single thing about sports was on Friday. And I, that's crazy to say, like even on vacations and things that I've done, I I never take a full day without writing about sports at all, like not one thing. And Friday, I, I realized at about 10 o'clock p.m. I was like, well, I haven't done anything about sports today and that just doesn't that doesn't happen for me ever so i I, i'm stir crazy i know everybody is as well and i'm i know you have you know you have family close by you have family in your house with you i am single and alone for most of most of this so it's kind of a interesting thing just you you
2: can can go you can go visit over here brad that's yeah i mean it's not
1: i'm fine i mean I'm, (laughs) i'm i'm kind of a i'm kind of a person that's comfortable being alone anyway but it's it's still odd to just have this reality of, and even as we're, again, we're this kind of live reaction in some respects, because this CDC recommendation came out right, right before we started recording, basically, that, you know, I never thought that it was gonna be a couple weeks, but hearing eight weeks set out loud by the CDC is a different thing entirely, because that, that kind of throws away, I mean, every, everybody's best case scenario is that, that we've been throwing around for days now, you know, there was this, there was reporting from baseball that they were hoping to play by, play by the end of April. And it's like, <laughs> that's not gonna happen, man. I mean, I would be stunned. If you just do the math, it just doesn't. Yeah,
2: there's there's too much there's too many headwinds, even in the most optimistic of scenarios, that that don't factor into the, like the CDC's rec- recommendation and like the the thoughts of local officials on this matter. Which people have, I mean, these cities are going to have pretty strong opinions on whether or not you know, even if major league baseball wants to go, hey, let's start things back up. I think there's going to be the mayors mayors of some pretty big cities. They're going to be like, yeah, not so fast. It's there's so many logistical nightmares to getting this thing started back super quickly. I mean, we're not just looking at a delay of the season, like at some point uh, as this progresses, there might be the loss of the entire season. Uh, the, I, I'm sure that your eyes, you're already getting lots of questions whether or not the NBA season is ever going to be completed and if they're ever going to have the postseason.
1: Yeah, it's it's um, pretty weird on that way because, I mean, if you want to be optimistic. As this is a baseball podcast. If you want to say it's probably better that this came now for baseball and that the season has not started yet, it's a lot weirder for sports that were in the middle of the season. Like talking about NBA and NHL, you, you've you played you know, two thirds of a season and you may not ever finish it. Is that better or worse? Because we talk about, I guess but that's sort of a hypothetical, but would you rather start the season, have a small season and never have to break it like baseball might have to do here? Or would you rather, whether it be the NBA play for five months and then take a three plus month break? I mean,
2: well, I mean, losing losing the, the vast majority, if not all the majority of the ticket revenue from the season is definitely worse in terms of baseball. Whereas you at least basketball get to play a significant portion of their yeah, season. Yeah, if, if
1: you assume oh, no fans, I, I mean, obviously, if you yeah. assume no fans, that that would be a good point. I do think that you know that's the again we're 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 discussing everything's hypothetical right now, but yeah, that's that's a great point to say that you know, I, I do think that in all basically every major sport in Atlanta, in Atlanta, in, in this country, I should say, professionally, TV money is the biggest funder. that that that, that definitely applies to baseball. That definitely applies to basketball but especially for baseball how many people walk through those gates and how much how many games there are i mean it's a huge funding driver to not have fans it's 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 huge for everything and that's obviously a secondary concern right now but um yeah that's a that's a great point just to say that you know if you we don't we all want to watch baseball on tv but thinking about just the way that that would operate if you have to go for months and months on end without having any real answers on that it'd be pretty weird um, and pretty brutal for the bottom line, and we don't—I don't really care about the bottom line for, for for the billionaires, but it matters.
2: Well, I mean, it's not just that; it's just then there's decisions that go into, for example, like all these teams just hired entire waves of seasonal employees.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, that's that's, they, that's been the biggest story of, and, on, the, on the NBA side, honestly. In the last couple of weeks has been, I mean, the last week or so has been. The commitments that some owners are giving to pay their arena employees—that that's a huge thing, and it's, it cannot be overlooked. Baseball has not had to do with that, had to deal with that publicly just yet, but you better believe that they will pretty soon. Now you'll, you'll be starting to hear calls on wanting owners to commit to paying the seasonal employees because that's been a big, big story, and rightfully so, by the way, in the NBA and the NHL is to you know not have these people hung out the dry with with no with no earning potential.
2: Well, I mean, the same things happened to the minor leaguers on the baseball side. They're not being paid. Yep. I got I got multiple texts when they sent the players home, saying that they're sending players home. They're not paying anybody. They're just telling us to go home. And then these are minor league guys, you know, and, they, have, like and this... they haven't
1: been paid since when? I mean, it's been a long time.
2: Yeah, and and that's not going to change anytime soon. Which they just just they...
1: wild. I mean, and that's. Yeah, it's, I,
2: and there, there just needs to be a coherent response from Major League Baseball from all the organizations saying that you know like there is going to be some sort of effort put in place to take care of these people because I mean there's like I mean look Walter Banks is a national is, is an Atlanta treasure oh, yeah. and he's you know he's ultimately a seasonal employee what's going to happen to guys like that who rely on this season income seasonal income to to make ends meet who have been employees with the Braves for a long time it's not just like the players who have who have a lot of money. For the most part, or you know, the executives who are going to be well taken care of regardless. It there's there are lower level effects of not having sports in place, and it's not just fans not being able to watch their sports and you know to get, escape their their day to day lives with the, their their form of entertainment. It's that there's a lot of employees around this country, and it's not just team employees. There's people who cover the team. There's there, there's an entire network of people and segment of this econ- the economy and of the society at large that is being greatly impacted just by the decision for sports leagues to shut down. And that doesn't include everything else that surrounds the virus's spread. And it's, I hate to call it scary because it implies things that I don't necessarily mean, but at the same time, like the seriousness of the decisions that have been made surrounding its spread, I hope underline the seriousness of the situation that the world finds itself in right now.
1: Yeah, it's a very serious thing. It's got ramifications that I know I haven't even thought of yet. Um, it's just that's the way this thing goes. Every time I think of something, there's three more things that have fallout on this, obviously. You're talking about the on the national scale, you're talking about the economy, you're talking about people's lives, people's health, et cetera, et cetera. That, that goes without saying, this is a sports podcast. So we're focusing on the sports angle, but it's, it's – uh, a bigger, more serious thing than even that. But even on the sports side, it's beyond the selfishness that I know I've even exhibited and people have exhibited just wanting sports to happen. You know, people rely on it for income. Uh, the minor leaguers and the major league guys will be fine. I mean, they have, for the most part, those guys are welcome. They're very well compensated. They probably have money saved up. They'll be fine. But it's it's guys that have to play in the minor leagues or, you know, come to work and sell hot dogs or just operate ticket counters or whatever, whatever, the, whatever the jobs are. know that's income that they were planning on having that they're not going to have for a while and that's uh it's very unfortunate i mean all of it is honestly i'm not sure we even know what we're kind of flying blind i'm sure people know that at this point in time and the way that we're talking right now but uh, this is a very odd thing for me to discuss like we're used to just coming and talking about baseball and this has just got so many layers to it and it's so brutal but it's uh it's the reality right now
2: you trust us when i say i would greatly prefer to like Go back and revisit the rotation preview we did. We were talking about Mike Soroka's whip and, you know, projected war and things like that. But none of that really matters right now. And we are in uncharted territory. And if you are tweeting at us or, you know, in the comment sections or wherever and wanting like concrete, you know, when is this going to – when is baseball going to be back? What's going to happen? I'm just going to tell you now it is unlikely, highly unlikely that we'll have the answers because we haven't seen anything like this before.
1: Yeah, this is certainly a a new one for everybody involved. Um, And I mean, baseball stuff is just doesn't, you know, not it doesn't matter in the grand scheme. We're still going to talk about baseball at some point, put on on this on this show. But you know, if it's going to be two three months, we'll have to we'll spend some time on this podcast. I'm sure talking about some baseball things, whether it be for this year or looking back and trying to get creative on content opportunities. Because you know, I've heard from people. I know you probably have too, Eric. Like people are self quarantined right now. And they want to hear about sports, and they want to have stuff to listen to, and stuff to read, and stuff to watch, and all that stuff. And I totally get it, because I'm in that same boat. Like, I'm trying to find TV shows to watch, which is bizarre. (laughs) Like, I usually just watch sports all the time. Like, I do like TV, I like movies, but, you know, I would say a large majority of what I watch at home, um, when I'm actually home, which is fairly rare, is sports. Um, So, that's, that's stuff that we could talk about, too. But it's just... Before we get into like any the, of that,
2: it's just Yeah, I like the idea of mailbag shows, like just like whatever questions. We're probably you
1: know, going to do that. I mean, yeah, let's I mean, at some point we're going to take questions. We're going to probably have to talk about, you know, TV and movies and we'll talk about, you know, our favorite Braves memories and past teams and there'll be some stuff this year because, you know, on the bright side, if you want to if you want to call it that, we do know what the teams are going to look like. We could do we could do analysis f- you know, future-facing analysis on teams and We've done a little bit of that, and uh, I think it'll be a little bit easier once we know when the season's going to start, or at least have a rough idea of that. But for right now, it seems silly to talk about you know East projections like <laughs> in mid March when we don't know when the season's going to start. Yeah, who's so, going
2: to be in the rotation when? <laughs> if you <laughs> want gonna... that,
1: by the way, if you want that, if you hadn't heard it, we, we did three straight shows previewing did... the units, and we'll come back to that. I'm sure, but we go back; those are still available and still, you know, aside from the timetable stuff, they're still very uh, relevant. If you want to listen to them. And we'll do a little bit of that later on. But, yeah, I'm not going to go out and uh, – I'm not going to put my stake in the ground right now, Eric, and predict the NL East order of finish because why? I don't want to do that.
2: Braves number one. Uh, uh, sure. Go call yeah. my shot
1: now. We're going to pick the Braves, I think, to win the division. But uh, other than that, you know, we'll see. I don't know. We've We've done 20 minutes. I'm not sure what else I have to say about this right now. It's just – it's awful. It's a situation where – my uh you know this is it, it gets very very overused but my, my thoughts and prayers are sincerely with everybody that's dealing with this right now including everyone everybody has their own things they're dealing with whether it be health you know and my uh my last thing on the health side is that you know i have a pre-existing condition i have asthma and i'm probably going to be fine but even you know everybody wants to mention that young people are, are you know are pretty much exempt from this that's not necessarily true number one if you if you read into it but people like me like i'll be fine but i think but I, I have a, I have a condition that causes that causes a little bit of hiccup with this. And then beyond that, and much more importantly, you can carry this thing without knowing you're carrying it and infecting other people. So just be careful, everybody, please. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I just want to echo what Brad said, is that I, I want everyone to make it through this safe, happy, and healthy. And happy is going to be really hard without sports. If you're listening to this podcast, it means that you're very – it's likely that you are entrenched in your Braves fandom. And that means that the next weeks or months are really going to be torturous because you were really close to getting baseball back. And now we're going to be denied it. But I think the, you know, the healthy is more important and the safe is more important. And that doesn't mean for, I am sure there are lots of you out there who go, Hey, I'm, I am young and healthy and this thing isn't that big a deal. And that it's, you know, it's only a little bit worse than the flow. Flu is what you're going to say. It's not – that isn't the case for lots of groups of people and you don't want to be – even if you're like three or four degrees of separation away from the person who ends up affecting drastically, you don't want to be that person. The idea is to kind of sever these chains and stop transmission to keep people healthy so that way those who are vulnerable to it ultimately don't become sick and end up dying because this is killing people. It's just It just is whatever the percentage is you don't want to you don't want to help add to it so just wash your hands try to stay at a large group uh, away from large groups of people if you can obviously if you have to like go to the grocery store you know take care of your kids these are just things that are gonna have to happen but you know use best ha- hygiene practices use bra- best practices and thinking about the other people around you not just you and not just your immediate you know your immediate family the things that we're having to do now are trying to keep the populace at large safe and all that i ask is that you you do your absolute best because ultimately even our absolute best is not going to stop this thing completely it's just not going to happen but you can at least feel better going down the road that we did our absolute best and knowing that you know maybe it's not in a week maybe it's not in a month maybe it's not in several months but sports are going to come back everyone's going to come back and enjoy them once we can kind of move past this but some things are just more important
1: yeah, Big time. And, uh, with, with all that said, we will still, uh, take your Braves questions. We'll still do. Um, I think we'll probably get into more, uh, <laughs> into more like non sports stuff during this time. Uh, and I'm willing to yeah, do sure. that. I'm not, it's not, I mean, I'm, I'm, my, my brand is pretty, uh, sports heavy and public, but I want
2: to talk, I, I want to talk movies with Scott.
1: Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do, we'll do some TV probably. And by the way, we, we did invite Scott. Scott has to deal with, with things that are in real life. He's everything's fine, but he's got to prepare, uh, for certain things for work stuff and I, I know they're feeling very well like it's you know candidly my, my day job is still open right now and still have to be uh, going to work tomorrow which is going to be interesting in some ways but uh, I'll do my best to stay out of the fray but yeah we'll, we'll uh, the three of us especially maybe we'll have guests too I'm not sure what's going to happen but just take it uh, t- take our uh, take your our uh, suggestions if you'd like to uh, fire off some mailbag questions we'll definitely take them and uh, I plan to keep recording podcasts and as long as Eric and or Scott are available to hop on with me, we'll talk about whatever, and there'll be more sports beyond this one, I think, we will definitely talk some more sports, um, but this one I felt like it was probably just a good time to, especially after the CDC thing came out, to just kind of take a step back and see where we are, and just talk about how weird it is, and how uh, important it is, and how serious it is, and just realize it's going to be a while, and uh, prepare, I'm talking to myself more than any, more than almost anyone, I think, just mentally prepare for how long it's going to be without sports, probably, so weird, weird times ahead, Eric, but here we are.
2: You know, there's there's nothing we can do about it other than just, you know, every Sunday or every other Sunday, you know, we just get together and kind of talk about it some and talk about other things some and then make our way through it, I guess.
1: Yeah, we'll do it. Well, uh, Eric, unless you have anything else to say, we're going to sign off uh, shorter than usual, obviously, on this podcast because I had no plan basically uh, coming into it. We will definitely plan some more stuff to talk about. But uh, anything else, Eric, before we roll out?
2: Yeah, just make sure you're looking at the site, talkingchop.com, because yes. there is still going to be content being rolled out. I know Garrett's look, doing a piece right now, like looking back at Rome's playoff run from 2016, where if you look back at it, that roster was preloaded. Uh, you know, Wayne's currently working on stuff. I'm going to be doing more baseball card collecting stuff now that there's not really much in the way of game stuff happening. There's definitely plenty of baseball card collecting stuff that can that can be written about still. So I'm going to try to like pivot to that and try to get more content out with that. We're having some roundtable uh, pieces that are currently being collected. Chris is kind of spearheading that, and we're going to have some of those – we have some roundtable questions that we're going to be asking regarding kind of what our general prediction thoughts were for go- going into the suspension – well, not suspension. I guess the postponement is the best way to describe it right now, but uh, kind of what our general thoughts were uh, before all this happened uh, and, you know, if anything, what we think could change and stuff like that. So. Um, there's, there's going to be still stuff going up on the site and it's going to be sports related. You don't have to read about coronavirus Uh, and you don't have to, you know, look, figure out how many cases are in your, in your respective state, uh, by looking, I like looking at this stuff. It's just going to be sports. Um, we're going to be covering the, you know, the major league operations stuff, you know, as it pops up, but we're still going to do our best to try to provide content about the game that you guys have been listening to us, uh, talk about for a long time now.
1: Yeah. Uh, important. To check out the site as all, as always. I. Uh... I think I alluded to that to that earlier too, but we are, we, we there's already a couple of things that are baseball related up there that will be more in the future. Uh, I'm not maybe I'll write something, Eric. I haven't written in a while about baseball. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll write something. I don't know what it's going to be. Why
2: but. why you why you hate the game of baseball by Brad Rowan?
1: That's not true. Um, oh, <laughs> I, I should I should dust off my. Uh, why well, it's the perfect time to trade Ozzy Albee's take. That'd be good on the site. Uh right like
2: now. if you can combine that with some Nick Barcakis in there, like it's like you know it's pretty peak time.
1: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm obviously kidding. <laughs> Although I did, I think even, was it me and you or me and Scott? I did, I did allude, I think it was Scott and I, I alluded to, um, as we talking about Dansby Swanson, um, if Dansby didn't pan out, the, the most natural uh, thing to do would be to slide Ozzy to shortstop. I did okay. I did make that. Full I, did, circle. I, I did say that Full circle. on a recent
2: podcast. But, uh, all right. Well, I had to have been with Scott. I, I think it was, was Scott. Scott. I think because I, I think
1: I alluded to you uh, in the middle in the middle of it and how you would probably flag me for mistake. But
2: seems likely. Seems
1: likely. Alas. All right. Well, uh, that's a good. That's a good place to end, Eric. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um, again, please subscribe to the channel. We will be here. I'm not sure what it's going to be, uh, but we'll we'll definitely be here. And maybe I'll talk Eric into talking uh, road to Atlanta stuff with his guys, so we get some uh, people not people unlike me talking about their personal life maybe on the podcast But we'll see what happens. All right, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.